This is the time and this is the place. And this is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. And since everything is geeky, if you love it enough, you never know what you're going to get. This is your host. I am C. Hello, this C. Week, hey, how you doing, Billy Billy? How are you? I, I just I, I I don't know why I said hi. That's I'm all right. That's that's like I care. Like I'm, I'm gonna, tired. Like You're I'm going to adhere to the script. Yeah. <laughs> but guess what, Billy? Guess what we're doing this week? Uh, talking. Talking. This yeah. week we'll be discussing the late '90s, early 2000s cult phenomenon, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. After that, stick around for upcoming events and our question of the week. All right. Well, as you know, Billy's here. Hi. Hi, Billy. Hi, Chris. Tanya's also here. Hi. Tanya's sitting next to me instead of, like, down the table from me, which is very strange because I have two people who constantly threaten me on either side of me today. I'm not comfortable. Scary. You should be very worried. Very, (laughs) very worried. It's it's a little distracting. I won't lie. Be afraid. No, I gave up my spot for Laura today. Yeah. Thank you, Tanya. Because Laura's in the house. Hello, Lady Laura. Our resident Buffy expert who is wearing her Buffy the Vampire Slayer jacket. Yes. And, willow shirt. and her willow shirt that Woo! I've seen on several occasions. Though this is the episode you've been jonesing for since you came on board Mighty Monkey a while I back. I have been, definitely. So, so we're we're glad you're here because, frankly, I, I this is one of those shows I'm a little weak on in terms of my knowledge. I mean, other than Willow's hot. That's got to change. <laughs> That's going to change. <laughs> I love you Willow. Twelve in the Willow episodes. is Allison Hannigan is gorgeous. She's no, amazing, Cor- and she's got the great. Cordelia is, she's like yeah. that, she's that, that she's pageant so queen beauty, right? Mm-hmm. And and so Buffy centered. herself, played by Sarah Michelle Gellar, is is definitely a very pretty woman, but I've always had a thing for Alison Hannigan. And, and you know, it's not like cradle robbing because we grew up together. I'm only a couple years older than the woman. That's so, right. you know. And you used, yeah. to go right. to, you used to go to band camp with her. Yes, I did. Because yeah. <laughs> there was that one time in band one camp. Time. And uh, so Laura's here and Tanya's here and Billy's here and producer Sherry is here. Hello, producer Sherry. Hello. And uh, she's the other side of me. So Tanya's on one side of me, Sherry's on the other. And these are people who <laughs> consistently and perpetually are always threatening to smack me. And it's like, this, I'm, no, this is not good. Don't, no, don't go rubbing my shoulder all nice and friendly, Tanya. <laughs> okay, now it's just creepy. <laughs> Hi, Monk. Hi, Alo. Monk's here. And the legendary Anne Hello. is in the house. And so, Anne, so we got a full table. Got a lot of people here. Yeah. A lot of, this way. lot of, please. And a lot of strong <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm, gonna, you a little closer? I'm getting a little closer to Sherry. <laughs> it's like, here, let me step away from the minefield into the raging lava flood. <laughs> oh, either way, you're screwed. Oh, that's the point. Okay. Between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, you can put me in the production booth. Yeah, that'll work. Because my ego will fit in there. All right. But anyway, how are we all doing? Is there anything new this year? This week? This, this year? This, this year? <laughs> anything new today? No. No. We I talked about time travel last week. It we can, snowed recently. It did snow recently. It That's going to start happening a little bit more now. Are we thanking Angie for that? No, I've already sent her a video. <laughs> Poor Angie. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. It yeah. is the day before Thanksgiving. It what is, is. What is everybody doing for Thanksgiving? Mm, making turkey. Um, I'm taking uh, my mom out. Eating. We're heading over to one of her friend's houses. Uh, we're going to have a little Thanksgiving together tomorrow. We have something to announce. Tell us. What do you have to announce? The the day the twentieth. Yes, it's my birthday. It's a birthday. Woo! Woo! You're happy 20. birthday. You're twenty now. I'm a twentieth. 
And 20 on, on the, the 20th. Yep. Yeah. It's your magic number birthday. <laughs> nice. I wasn't able to appreciate mine because my birthday is on a second. So I was two on <laughs> right. the second. I was like, you know, I, I think I wore plaid. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> it was the 70s. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, shoot. I was counting up the letters in her name. Uh-huh. She has 19 letters in her name. Well, <laughs> go change your name. Put an E at the end of Spink. <laughs> oh, please no. That's mm. already a lot of my email stuff for okay. school. For school. Spinky. Spinky. Anyway, um, how about you, Billy Billy? What you got going on tomorrow? Uh, going to my brother's house. Nice. He, he cooks uh, Thanksgiving dinner every year. We mm-hmm. sort of alternate holidays. My sister does Christmas. Uh, Susan and I do Easter. Nice. So going to my brother's, watch football, eat a lot of food, and and to me, asleep. yeah. To me, Thanksgiving is the best holiday ever. I agree. Because Agreed. it's all about getting together with friends and family. And celebrating and eating and feasting and having this great time and being together and being around each other and sharing news and figuring out what's going on and being grateful of things you have and, and grateful for the opportunities you've been given and whatnot. And there's really so, there's not nearly as much commercialism involved. I mean, yeah, people have made Thanksgiving references and sales and things like that. It happens in tomorrow's, Bla- or Friday's Black Friday, which is evil in my opinion, but there you have Food. it. You know, Black Friday is a great way to, you know, a great reason to stay home. Absolutely. Um, and stay online in. Shopping. Uh, do online shopping. Go to your local folks. <laughs> local. Shop local, please. Yeah, shop Small local. Small business Saturday. That's, the, that's what you got to be dealing with. Um, but, you know, you don't have to worry about Thanksgiving carols and Thanksgiving, you know, uh, parties. There's really it's, only one good Thanksgiving special, isn't Charlie it? Charlie, yep, Charlie Brown. 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 That's it. You got to watch Charlie Brown. But for me, it's just, it's always been about who you share the table with. And for a long time when I was at my old, old house now, um, two houses ago, I got to host for my family and my grandfather before he passed away. And it was just the ultimate thing for me. So I was, I, Thanksgiving's always been my favorite. I love Thanksgiving. And uh, maybe not this year, but next year when I get a chance to actually start cooking, everybody at the table's invited to my house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, Yay. See, I love to cook. I didn't used to. Mm-hmm. It's never been something, but... I don't know. In the past couple, in the past like four or five years, that's how I unwind when I get home. Mm-hmm. And I love making Thanksgiving dinner. See, that's a thing. That's a thing. I, I do you it know, like me once too. a month. I mean, yeah, you we just did it. Do you, have, do, you guys, do you guys have any odd um, Thanksgiving traditions? Anything off center? Off? We actually, uh, we all sing a song. It, it happened sort of organically one year, and I don't know why, but... Uh-huh. Uh, That's how the best traditions start usually. Some what's it? Ooh, it's, hooked on a feeling. I got hooked on a feeling uh-huh. deep inside. Like I don't know. It popped into someone's head, and all of a sudden, me, my brother, Susan, my sister, her husband, the kid, everybody jumps all, in. We're all singing the song, and like we all know the whole song. That's great because I don't. I know that because that's like a it's a it's a yeah. famous song, yeah. but I don't know the, the lyrics to it other than Uba Uba yeah. Uba Chaka. Yeah, that's how I had to get to the title was Uga Chaka Uga Chaka Uga Uga. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> then last year we decided to call my other brother who's living in Arizona and I'll sing "Put a Little Love in Your Heart." Oh, nice. Aww, that's sweet. So, that's a good one. So now I think we're trying to decide what our Thanksgiving song is going to be. That is for, a cool new tradition to start. Even though it, it was a complete accident a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, it was just we enjoyed yep. it. So I think it's something we're going to keep doing. Many, 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 many years ago, uh, when my ex-wife and I were living in this apartment on Gore's Line, and, and Ian, this, this is how long ago, Ian was a baby. All right, so that's how long ago this happened. Uh, she was working for Century Safe uh, in their customer service and tech support department. And they had the family had this tradition where they handed out turkeys to all of the staff, everybody on the factory floor, everybody in the offices, everybody got a turkey to bring home. 
so she brings this turkey home, and we had no idea. Neither of us had ever cooked a Thanksgiving before. We'd never even we had no idea what we were doing. And this was before YouTube was really a big thing. So we were looking through books and whatnot. So we had to do this whole process of cleaning the turkey and get it ready for for being marinated. Because in our house, it was if it moved, marinate it. And, you know, that's that's the way that we looked at it. So I and it was I was exhausted. It had been a long day. So you know how goofy I am when I'm not like when I'm not tired. Imagine when I am when I'm like whooped. So I've got the turkey in the sink, and she's cleaning it off. I start dancing the turkey around, right? Okay. Like I'm jigging. The, the turkey is now jigging around mm-hmm. because I'm I'm making it dance. And and she's like, "Would Christopher, would you please stop that?" I'm like, "Come on, dance with Howard." And out of the blue, suddenly the turkey's name was Howard. <laughs> okay. So the entire Thanksgiving dinner that from from prep to end, we were referring to the turkey as Howard. Thank you. Uh, God for how Howard. delivering for Howard. Howard to our table, yes. Yeah. And so when we decided we were going to start doing Thanksgiving dinners on a regular basis, we had moved to our, our house on Denice, and we had this big kitchen, this big dining room. We're going to start hosting Thanksgiving, and we did so for a good five or six years. Every turkey got named. Every turkey had it. There was like part of the ceremony, like you're starting the cleaning process, and you're starting to get ready to to get it marinated and get it bagged. Oh, okay. What's the turkey's name this year? Norbert was a, was a pick. Uh, Ropes Pierre was a pick. It had to be something not quite right. When when Pope John Paul II passed away, we made sure that that turkey that year was John Paul. You know, mm-hmm. so at, um, Reprobus because Ian had done a uh, a report on Saint Christopher uh, for his school. Uh, for religion class in school, and he came back and he was doing all this research, and it, it's all based on this Greek uh, person in history named Reproba. So, okay, the turkey's name was Reproba. If it was an odd name, if it was like like a like a name that you would normally hear, that's the turkey got named. So that's that's a thing, and I haven't named a turkey in a couple of years. It's been a while since no, I've had a chance to do one. This year okay, I won't touch it. you're not going to touch it. No, no. I love making turkey. I, I make really good turkey. Yeah, you do. I make really good gravy. There you yes, go. See, yes, so we have do. a team thing going I on make here. Really good mashed potatoes. There we go. <laughs> mashed potatoes. I mashed make potato a really time. good guest. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where in, I'm going to be this year. Billy, thankfully, you're invited. Okay. So that's a thing. Maybe, you know what? Maybe that's what we'll do. Is we'll do a Thanksgiving dinner with just us. We'll do one not a on Thanksgiving. Thanks- Friendsgiving. A Friendsgiving. We'll do a Friendsgiving off. Geeksgiving. So we can. We'll Geeksgiving. Do a, on, on Thursday Thanksgiving, we'll all go to our respective families and mm-hmm. you know places where. Right. But then, like down a couple weeks down the road, we'll do a Friendsgiving at my house. Yay! Yay. I like that idea. I like that idea we very do much. Do New Year's Day. Can we okay. Dress, can we dress as our favorite right. character? Oh, done. Sorry. We can celebrate a New Year. <laughs> celebrate New Year's Day together. I love yeah. that idea, and we'll do a podcast while we're at my house. Cool. We Bring used the to. Equipment. We used to always go to my in-laws. <laughs> pack up the studio on New Year's uh-huh. Day. Um, and uh, my father-in-law had to make the joke every year. We'd walk in the door. Oh, my God, I haven't seen you all year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love um, the man. Expect, Love the man. That, expect that from our, our fearless leader and president. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a year since we've seen you. Yes, because Dan loves literal and corny humor. He likes so, dad jokes. Oh, he is. He, he, he has he been practicing dad jokes since we were 14. <laughs> before I can believe Before that. he became a dad. So anyway... That that's well, that's where did we get to on that? We were gonna, okay. Okay. What we're doing for Thanksgiving? We're going to take a quick break. We're going to refocus, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the Slayer. And just to help us refocus, or maybe not, comedian Sue Murphy on why Thanksgiving is her favorite holiday. <laughs> I wish I knew how to cook. For what? The eating is so fun. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because of the food, and also because well, it's the only meal that it's all right at the table as soon as you're done, just to go. 
That was really good. Oh, oh yeah. Sure, I'll have more pie. Why not? I'm going to fall asleep with my mouth open. Why don't you just jam it in my head? Because I'm not enough of a bloated toad. My pants aren't tight enough. It's the only holiday. My mom doesn't go, Sue, get off the floor. She goes, oh, that looks pretty good. I guess I'm coming down there with you. Let's look up your Aunt Dot's dress. <laughs> what a great holiday. We gather the people we love around us to give thanks. And how do we celebrate in this country? What do we do? We jam breadcrumbs up a turkey's butt. <laughs> Give me a dead bird and a loaf of bread. And you know what I'm saying? Thank you. <laughs> nice. I just want to make it clear where my brain is right now. Sherry is on my right, and she started whispering something to me during that bit. I leaned in, and did I move the earpiece on my right ear? No, I moved the one on my left. <laughs> so she was talking right into the headphone, and I'm like, wait, I still can't hear. Oh, turn my head. <laughs> oh, I'm in trouble today. <laughs> anyway, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is an American supernatural drama television series based on the 1992 film of the same name. It is created by Joss Whedon under his production tag, Mutant Enemy Productions, with later co-executive producers being Jane Eppinson, David Fury, David Greenwald, Doug Petrie, Marty Noxon, and David Solomon. The series premiered on March 10th, 1997 on the WB and concluded May 20th, 2003 on UPN. The series narrative follows Buffy Summers, played by Sarah Michelle Gellar, the latest in a long line of young women known as vampire slayers or simply slayers. In the story, slayers are quote-unquote called to battle against vampires, demons, and other forces of darkness. Being a young woman, Buffy wants to live a normal life, but as the series progresses, she learns to embrace her destiny. Like previous Slayers, Buffy is aided by a Watcher who guides, teaches, and trains her. But unlike her predecessors, Buffy has surrounded herself with a circle of loyal friends who become known as the Scooby Gang. So here we go. Now, it picks up kind of where the original movie, the Christy Swanson movie, from a couple of years earlier left off where Buffy has moved from that mm-hmm. school from and, LA and moves to, to Sunnydale right. yep. to be closer to the Helma. I don't know. She just moved. Uh, it was um, the o- As well. her mother says, it's the only school that would take, only decent school that would take her after she burned down the, the other one. <laughs> so it does make, in the early days, it does make references to the movie, but it doesn't, it kind of like sheds that quickly. Very quickly. And then moves yeah. on its own course. Absolutely. Um, do we want to pay any heed to the the movie at all do we want to because i know this has always been buffy has always been a joss whedon creation yes so somehow he he lost or sold the movie rights no they just he didn't have as much control as he thought he would have because it was his first time he was he was a television writer he had never written a movie screenplay he thought he would have more control and then when it came to it um and he didn't and um it became a parody which was it was never supposed to be right and um donald sutherland made up all of his own lines oh that's great <laughs> he improved his entire script huh? pretty much pretty much he's capable of that though. well yes I mean, to be fair <laughs> to be fair it's donald sutherland <laughs> you, he's not an amateur if you actually at this sort of thing. watch the movie a lot of it doesn't make sense his a lot of it doesn't <laughs> a lot of it doesn't and but i will say the best thing about the movie is peewee's death scene paul rubens oh death, death, death scene was by far one of the funniest things paul on rubens, film. Yes. Yes. yes excellent death scene yes, yes. but that was not the tone that Joss wanted. Absolutely. No. His, oh. whole, his whole concept of it was the, the blonde girl goes into the alley and mm-hmm. gets slaughtered. 
Right. But in his version, the blonde girl turns out to be the badass. Yes. Yes. And I think that's a great premise. And, you know, and it harkens back. Joss Whedon was asked by an interviewer once, why do you write all of these strong female characters? And Or how long will you be continuing to write all these strong female characters? And Joss Whedon is until you stop asking that question. Exactly. You know, because for him, this is And really, was, the Buffy theme carries all the way through. I mean, yeah. even to the end of the series, mm-hmm. she is constantly challenged for being... A cute little girl. Just a girl. Yep. And, you know, I thought you'd usually be taller. she just kills those people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With bigger muscles. <laughs> well, what was that whole subplot halfway, two-thirds of the way through when she was in college and they had the the initiative or whatever, the, 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 army, the army brats? The oh, initiative. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what they call it? Did I get that the name right? Yes. Oh, wow, I pulled that out of my ass. Yes. So, yes. Well. There was a bunch of big bruising yeah. guys who were like, no, we have to protect the little girl. And, and she took them out and like, like record time right. and they were like okay I guess you're in the initiative with us now because <laughs> we can't do it without you I yeah. loved I loved when she was actually when she was sitting there um, it, and she had asked a question there and uh, I think it was Maggie or somebody said yeah. uh, said said uh, uh, do you really think your outfit's appropriate and she's like oh no I, I've I've hunted in I've this slayed. I've slayed in this halter top before yes. <laughs> yeah. many times <laughs> I, love, I, I love that I, I know I've, I've always I haven't been a diehard fan of the show like you have been, Laura, but I've always enjoyed it when I watched it. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, if it's on, I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to go out of my way for it. But it's always, it, the one thing that's always struck me is it's a fearlessness to tackle things. Uh, a lot of social issues I see throughout. There's a lot of what was bothering teenagers and co- high school and college kids of the 90s. Absolutely. They They would not shy away from it. They would dive right in after it and go for it. Uh, and I always appreciated that for the show for that because, yeah, it could be a little campy at times. T- show me a show me a show from the '90s that isn't right. You know, well, I think Joss intended it to be like that mm-hmm. that high school atmosphere, and then moving on to college, those things that are confronting you in those time periods of your life. Yeah, the whereas, show grew up with the people who was who right. Were watching yeah. it. Whereas in contrast, Angel mm-hmm. is a show about more about being adult. I mean, these those people live in L.A. They, right. They're doing other things. They're not going to school. They're not. They're dealing with day to day things like Cordy tries to find an apartment that's mm-hmm. you know rent controlled. So, I mean, the the difference there is uh, is stark. But the way that Buffy progresses, you really see the characters. Well, when you develop. think about it, Buffy was pretty similar to Peter Parker and Spider Man in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, I can see that yeah. having to be a secret, yep. but and not still being trying able to, to. <laughs> trying to deal with the everyday high school life style and family and friends and mm-hmm. still having to uh, fight crime or vampires or monsters or whatever have you. You know, I never really thought about that, Billy, but especially in this first one, in the first episode um, in Welcome to the Hellmouth, um, Buffy's like, yeah, I'm I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I'm done. And then bodies stop drop, start dropping. And she realizes I'm the only one who can do this. Right. And she even says that, too. Like, there is no us when she goes to fight or to go to the tomb, you know, she's like, there is no us. I, I'm the Slayer. You guys stay here. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't listen, of course. Yes. But. <laughs> <laughs> it, takes, it takes quite a few episodes before she gets into the whole, okay, you guys are my posse thing. Yeah. It really was yeah. on her own. Well, and then even later when other uh, watchers come, like Wesley or um, the one that came for Faith, uh, they mention why, you know, why are you letting these teenagers, mm-hmm. you know, battle evil? They're not, they're not supposed to be doing that. They're supposed to be away from that. That's mm-hmm. just her job. 
because they won't say no. (laughs) They won't stay away. They do it without us. Well, I think (laughs) which they did at one point. When she's gone, they do it in her stead. Exactly. That was the point I was about to go. Yeah. Twice. They they pick it up and they just go right go right to work as if she were still there. Absolutely. You know. So that says a lot, and then I think that's. Uh, another one of the great messages that the show has always been consistent about is that, you know, if you stick together, you can do damn near anything. Yeah. Abs- you know? We're stronger together. Exactly. Uh, in season thing. four, they actually join with a spell, mm-hmm. yep. all their essences, and to defeat uh, the foe, Adam. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. Yes. I have yeah. to watch that one now. It's an excellent episode. Yeah, it is. Um, actually happens in the... Before the end, and then uh-huh. the end is a dream sequence. Yeah, the, the uh, end was very strange that uh, season. Right, Restless. That's a great episode. It's a great though. episode, but it was There's very a lot odd. of foreshadowing in that, mm-hmm. yeah. and a lot of yeah. stuff that comes out of that. And I think that's that's one of the things that Joss Whedon has done the best. Is it's like I mentioned earlier, he's got that fearlessness to tackle issues, but their fearlessness to try just about anything too. Absolutely. Yeah, do, I, yeah. do I even say musical episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was one yes. of the first. That was one of the first musical episodes. As far as I know, I remember. as far as mm-hmm. I know, the only one that I remember coming before that is the Xena episode. Is the Xena musical okay. episode? Is the yeah, only I, one didn't I never see that, that one. I never yeah. saw that one. But that was right. done such a send up, though. That was it was it was almost done. For laughs, like Xena's. Oh no, the musical. No, no. I don't remember. The, there was no. two actually. They did oh. actually did two musical ones. One of them, yeah, was campy as hell and wasn't very good. That but might the be what I'm thinking one, of. First one, the first one was it was, it was powerful. It was Xena and Gabrielle hated each other, and this weird. It was a weird dreamscape that they were pulled into to work through their issues with each other. Interesting. Wow. Was was I will have to track that one down. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a series that I've only I re- just watched kind of like surface to skipped skimmed over when it was on and be like, oh cool, Zena. Great. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, non next. <laughs> and, yes. All right. But Buffy ish. Buff- yeah. I mean well, how, how many seasons was Buffy? Seven. 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 Eight in comics. It's one of the few things of Joss Whedon that didn't get cancelled. Yeah. Well, didn't get a hold of yeah, yeah. Well, no, it did actually. It well, did. it did end on the WB, and then in season five, uh-huh. and then the UPN picked it up. UPN picked it up. Um, okay, well, that's because WB was trying to basically get rid of everything that was any good. Well, the WB and this and and UPN eventually merged to be the CW anyway. Yeah, so, so they're kind of <laughs> they were having an identity crisis. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But they totally. I mean, when season five happened, uh-huh. everyone thought that was it. Okay. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then it came back it for was a severely heartbreaking. And, and then, then, it, then it came back. Then it came back. Yeah. Was it do you feel that when it came back and got to UPN, was it stronger, as strong? Did it was it just not as it good? Was different. Was it different? It was season very six different. is a lot darker, I will say, than the first five seasons. But considering how season five ended, it had, had to, to be. be. Yeah. It had to it be. There was no way. See, I gotta watch this now. And I'm it made perfect sense. I don't remember too. where it all it, ends it, now. The whole season makes perfect sense. As much as people don't like parts of it, mm-hmm. it's very. Um, a lot of people don't like after the third season, though. Once she went to college, they weren't as. It was a little campy for a while. Oh, like I a love lot when stuff, she goes to college. That's one of my favorite like seasons. I love season watching four. her grow, but you had to actually see the whole storyline to get through to see when it got to season six. That darkness. Right. If you hadn't, if you came in just at season five or six, you would not understand where they'd been before. Mm-hmm. It really did progress along the way. So it'll pick up for me after the fifth yes. episode of season one. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes. Season I, one is 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 very teen camp, a little uh, bit on the campy side. It's pretty much monster of the week. 
That's um, that's what I was just having yeah, a hard gonna, time you're getting gonna through get it. To a point where there's a serious arc <laughs> going on, and that's okay. Season so, two will season most two likely is pull a lot right of people in. believe the strongest season of the entire series. Because okay. I told you the last the last episode I watched was Owen, the boy who would ever <laughs> get killed on the first date type thing. And season yeah. one reminds me very much of Scooby Doo in the fact that it's one episode. Here's the bad guy at the end. They move on. Right. Season two, they, they don't do that. Well. I like the Monster of the Week formula. I've said that before. I don't, yeah. I, I don't I do mind like Monster that. of the Week, but it, just, it was just the teenage angst and drama. And I, I'm a high school teacher. Mm-hmm. I see it on a daily basis. I didn't necessarily well, want to. I don't want to live it. I, I appreciate watch. Buffy's quippiness in yeah. first season. Yeah, I, 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 I do. Give, I'll give uh, you that. But, and but I mean, some. we see more of that now. But at the time, that was very... That was no. very different. Nobody talked like that no, on TV Joss, shows. Joss invented that kind of dialogue. Oh, yeah. And then That's you came, opinion. and then shows like Veronica Mars got yep. just as quippy, and other shows like Charmed. That. Um, Charmed tried um, to be a little quippy. Charmed tried to be Buffy. Yeah, char- yeah okay. Let's it not get into Charmed. <laughs> no. The Magical Hooter Club. Um, now, now. Oh, no. He appreciates no, no, no. that, though. I, the Hallowell sisters have their place in my life, and it's only. Never mind. <laughs> um. You know, we were talking about about women for a very, very, very brief time. We were talking about which ones we found really high. And my head immediately went to Tara. Yeah. I love gorgeous. Tara. Absolutely, Tara's Tara was a great character. Yes. They had to work really hard to make her kind of on frumpy. the on the frumpy, frumpy side. side in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they really but, did. Uh, Tara was Willow's girlfriend in the uh, the later half. College years. Oh, college, college years. Tanya. Spoiler. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler, Tanya. Um, well, you know what? She got a lot of backlash. Yes. Why? Her weight. Really? What? Yes. 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 Her weight because they were because um because Sarah Michelle Geller and um Allison Hannigan. Allison Hannigan are so tiny. Real thin. Yeah. Yeah, they are. She, a normal sized thin woman, she weighed like hundred and twenty five pounds. Yeah, she looked fine. And she got so much backlash on the message boards. Oh, that's about stupid. What a fat whatever yeah, she that's was. Not that okay. was probably Brendan too good again. You're still a moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just not okay. Yeah, she got a lot of nastiness. That's terrible. Tara got a lot of nastiness just for a lot of reasons. Uh, that, what's your Twitter handle? Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I am Distilts or something <laughs> like that. So Brendan, you can come back. And he can come back at me all he wants. He's still a moron. I'll take him on. Oh, are we in a Twitter war? I, I, I want to. I would love a good Twitter this. war with a moron. That would be fun. <laughs> I had a, 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 my own, one only Twitter war that I got into. A guy said I looked like Jimmy Fallon, ate too much soy. And I said, is that really the best you got? What Seriously? does that even wow. mean? What does that even mean? I think that you're mean? being fat shamed or yeah, something. Seriously. That's rude. I was like, what? <laughs> I go, is that really the best you got? Okay, you know, shut up. You go away. Blocked. Anyway. <laughs> well, the whole Willow and Tara thing got a lot of backlash on the that, message yeah. boards. Because I think it was one of the very first openly lesbian relationships, especially brought in, too. I believe it was... Put out front. I believe it was the first like real relationship. Yeah. Like uh, prior to that, I, maybe we had Ellen come out on her show as yeah. being gay, but she didn't have a significant other. No, not really. So no. they weren't showing like any. They weren't, and a lot of the spells and whatnot that Willow and Tara did oh, yeah. are, you know. But it was beautiful to see the difference and the acceptance from those who did, and that backlash was just a horrible thing to do with it. Well, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Amber Benson, 
She's a wonderful author. She sure is. Oh, is she a writer? Oh, yeah. I've oh, met yeah. her. I met her at a convention. And She's she, wonderful. I have what did what she write? Um, I'm trying to remember. The, she's done a couple novels um, with Christopher Golden. She's Yeah, um, but she's also done um, she uh, oh the Calliope Reaper Jones novels. I don't know them. Um, yes. They're, they're good. Okay. They're very good. Well, let's get her on the podcast. <laughs> sure. We absolutely love should. To. Why not? I would love to. I'd love to talk to her about her writing. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about Tara while we're at it. Yeah. But uh, she's no, really she's... nice. Nice girl. Yeah. We'll, we'll invite her to FC3. We should. We should. All right. Let's put so out an open is. invitation to anyone from Buffy to come to FC3. <laughs> <laughs> is there anybody you wouldn't? James Marsters, please. <laughs> is there anyone you wouldn't want? Uh, Riley. I'm not a Riley I like fan. Riley. No, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not I like a Riley him. fan. You he were was... still stuck on Angel at that point. Nope. I, I was never like an Angel fan. Riley. I like Angel. I am 100% Spike uh, always Spike. and forever. <laughs> no, nope. yeah, you're like you're, you're James Marster's nope. buddy. I I, yeah. I love James Marster. I love the character. I hate Long him. before Spike even realized he was in love with Buffy, I was like, okay, here we go. He's, uh-huh. This is coming. It's coming soon, I can tell. I was so excited to see him on The Runaways. He's so great on that show, isn't he? Yes, he really He's really is. evil and scary. Wouldn't ever Love think it. a Stein would be evil. Oh, never. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Nicholas Brendan's had his share of problems. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. we'll just invite his twin brother instead. He's yeah. actually doing really well right now. Yes. And he does, he's been touring all over the country. He's doing really well. He oh, good. does uh, karaoke things. He'll come to your, I mean, he would come here and do karaoke or we could do a bowling thing with him. He's a great, um, that sounds like I was fun, a actually. fan on the show, and I, I'm, I'm always sad when I see he's had an issue. Yeah, I know. He has had a rough time, but he's coming out of it. Good. Uh, so that's, that's good. Yeah, yes. that's very important. He's, uh, kicking depression in the balls, I believe, is his hashtag. Good. So. <laughs> that's a good one. That's good nice. to hear. <laughs> so, that's good to hear. Yeah. Now, Laurie, this is the question I'm going to ask you. Yes. Um, because at the table, you are the Fan. Fanatic. You are the fan. The Freak. rest of us are kind of mild, you know, to mild to, okay, this is kind no. of cool. See, I, it's funny. I, 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 I was gotcha. a fan. Oh, yeah. I I have the whole series on DVD. Right. But my OCD about continuity uh-huh. threw me for a loop when the Angel Show hit the air. Okay. Or, or, or wound up becoming part of the, uh-huh. the ongoing story. And so I had to, I found a website where it said, okay, you have to watch this episode yes. of yep. Buffy, followed by this episode of Angel, uh-huh. followed by Buffy, then these two episodes yep. of Angel, then, and I, I'm i tired of keeping up. <laughs> it, it's, it, you know what? That's they how Marvel Comics alone. lost me is I, I'm, because I'm tired of the crossover of taking, events. I'm tired of taking this DVD out to put the net yeah. and opening up this box to put this one in. I'm going to go watch Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of teen Love angst, Riverdale. Yeah. Riverdale's oh my great. God, yes. So I'm going to come back so to Sabrina. asking the question that I meant to. Laura, you, you, how many times have you watched the whole series all the way through? I have no idea. It's, many, it's, many, many times. times. I think I watched the whole series of Angel through like seven times in one year. And okay. I think that was just a year and a half ago. So um, I get stuck in a loop. I'm like a <laughs> mm-hmm. where I can't get out. And I have to start from the beginning and go all the way to the end. And then sometimes the when I'm done. Okay. I have to start again. I don't know why. <laughs> why? I mean, why? What is it? What is it about this show that keeps you coming back time and time again, and you love it, and you still love it, and it, you to you? I'm assuming it's aged well. Has it aged well, or do I you think still so. see? First, um, see, I'm asking well, her. I'm not was, asking for your opinion at the moment. My okay, dearest. but I'm a little bit older, uh-huh. so I wasn't quite as young when it aired. Right. Okay, so 
I had already had young children when mm-hmm. when I started watching it, and uh, I was never like a big Angel fan because I I felt that was a little weird that he was like two hundred something years old and she was know, seventeen. She was like fifteen. <laughs> um, Sixteen, sixteen. You yeah, know, true. so. I don't know. I I believe it's aged well. I think it's smart and it's funny. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of the things that it shows us about how to deal with problems are so valid. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I've seen it a million times, I still laugh at certain lines. I still, you know, wait for certain things to happen. I still occasionally skip over the body. Um, Never yeah, seen that, that one's episode. tough. I, That's I have, the only episode I haven't. I've seen. I've seen that one, and that was very powerful. It that is. was a very it's strong. It's really episode. powerful. And as someone who doesn't have their mother any longer, I I found it to be really um, little harsh. too potent, little too harsh for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I can watch it occasionally, but you know, even the one that follows it mm-hmm. um, always is is really That's hard rough. too. That's mm-hmm. rough. So I deliberately when I did my watch through with Lana, um, I deliberately skipped the body because um, what Joyce died of was the same thing Karen died of. Mm-hmm. And it was only about a year after Karen's oh. death. So okay. we yeah. just couldn't. No, I, stuff that goes and on. I was watching it with Lana and mm-hmm. Karen's son, Briar. Oh, at yeah. At the... So I'm like, nope, we're skipping this episode. See, yeah. now the good thing about that episode is Joss, he he took an episode in pretty much every season and made it completely different than what normal TV was. So in season yeah, four, it's hush. <laughs> yes. Okay, oh. where no one can talk. And then for the body, there's literally no music throughout the whole show. There's no sound at all. It's just the bare sound of what it feels like to have that happen to mm-hmm. you. And it I think that's the most powerful thing of all because a lot of Buffy, for me, I love the music. I love that whole 90s, like, yeah, yeah. you know, Dashboard Prophets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, And so to hear the episode just so blank and so, like... Empty. Empty, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's stunning. And then, of course, season six is the musical. Mm-hmm. So he kind of... Balances it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, Dollhouse, Firefly, uh, even early Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., stuff Agents like that. These are all Joss Whedon products. Buffy's your favorite of them all? Buffy. Is it, is it, is it Joss at his best, isn't Buffy? Yes. I, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. I think because it's Joss at his most pure, he's still working out who who Joss is. Okay. And I think he he's even said that he's worked, He you know, a lot of the things that he put in there were things about him. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I adore Angel as a show. I find it, maybe because I'm a little bit older, it's more adult, I don't know, more adult content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's a little more serious. So I think that that one, as far as psychology goes, helps me a lot more than Buffy. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll always, I mean, Buffy is is literally one of my favorite shows of all time. I mean, really. <laughs> Now, did you follow it into the comic books, the the quote-unquote season eight and nine? Where I they... tried to. Uh-huh. I have very, very shoddily collected those comic books. Okay. So because I'm a continuity person, mm-hmm. I don't want to read them out of order. So yeah. I get a little lost and people start you know, telling me things about it. And I'm like, okay, no, I haven't read that yet. So, uh-huh. But yeah. <clears throat> but there's like a whole spike line of comic books. Uh, oh, really? You know, okay. After the fall, uh, there's a Faith and Angel whole series like there's literally thousands of Buffy comic books now and I guess Dark Horse has ended now mm-hmm. but a new comic book company has picked that up and they're going to be starting to release stuff next year 
Are they going to do a reboot of the whole series? I'm not sure what <laughs> it, it looked like. Really, the animation looked really different. Like yeah. it was very different, and it probably I'm going to say it's a little going to be a little bit darker because you know that's where we're headed. That's where yeah. the, all the comic books seem to be headed. I mean, that way everything is edgy original, and dark these yeah, days. I have original yeah. Sabrinas from back in the '70s, so and the new stuff not like that at all no so, I, I but i'm a big fan of the chilling adventures of sabrina the comics amazing. i haven't watched the tv show the yet. tv show is great i haven't gotten to it yet but i really love the books. one so. of the best intros i think on tv right now it's all comic book like illustrated it's mm-hmm. it's fantastic if you want to see something really funny look up a video they did a video of the original cast watching the yes. first episode <laughs> that is funny a riot that is they're funny. like whoa they're, that's they're not like, dark whoa yeah uh, zelda is not how she used to be hello yeah. <laughs> mm, wow we're really going different aren't we it's really funny what yeah. else is there to talk about this this uh this show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Do you sing along with the CD in the car to Once More with Feeling as much as I do? <laughs> yes. Always. And my three older kids know every word to that. My 12-year-old does we, as well. we listen to it for a good 10 years probably in the car. I remember your kids singing it to me when I used to babysit them. Oh, I know. Now, <laughs> now, now they're... they're in college. <laughs> okay. yes. um, so do we want to talk specifically about the first episode or the first two since it's a two-parter? Okay. We go can. Ahead. Yeah, sure. go right ahead. Dive in. Okay. Um, how do we feel? I mean, okay. I watched this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tanya. Tanya's <laughs> jumping in. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I agree that the, I mean, I've done at least three full watch throughs. Some episodes I've watched multiple, <laughs> multiple times, but I've done at least three full watch throughs. Um, and I think that the series as a whole does hold up very well. And I would have said the whole series held up very well until about four days ago, <laughs> because really the f- Welcome to the Hellmouth and the Harvest is a little rough. <laughs> it's a it little is a little hard. Rough. And, and I've watched it twice. I watched it back in 2016, and then I watched it again last week or two weeks ago. They have what to makes fall it into a little place. Rough they have to, to fall into place of um, who they are. It, the production yeah. values. Production values low. Not great. Uh, okay. But um, in fairness, they were only giving a half season. I understand. Half season I understand. I mean, there's reasons so, for it. And it's also, we're talking about a show that's now how old? Right. Yeah. It's now and 21 years old. <laughs> plus, they're struggling to establish a lot of characters there. Yes. Like, you meet, you know, you, you meet the vampire segment of the town. We see Darla for the first time. Mm-hmm. Giles and, and Angel, Angel. Were, were super creepy in the first, yeah. first See, okay, I've heard that a lot. That <laughs> Giles, Giles, that Giles and Angel. Right, well Giles isn't nearly as creepy as Donald Sutherland, I will say no. that. No, 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 right. <laughs> but Giles coming in and when they, he first meets Buffy in this episode, he talks to her like he's known her forever, like he mm-hmm. automatically is gonna be her boss of everything and she just like, nope. I don't, I'm not yeah. listening to you. How about just the creepy smile? I know what you're here for. For any hands uh, whatever. I'm like, the what? vampire book. She's like, no. <laughs> no, no. Really, I'm coming for my economics book or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It was. And I'm sorry, Angel came off less enigmatic and more stalker. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. He's stalker and he just doesn't seem to be very smart or helpful. Like, no. He like kind of comes in after the fact to tell her, oh yeah, I was wondering when you're going to get hair. Like, well, what are you doing? I've or, come to tell you? you about the harvest. We know about the harvest. How are you oh, being okay. helpful? In any way. <laughs> well, he stalks 
her, and he, he admits in later episodes that yeah. he stalked her even before she got to Sunnydale. Yeah. Creepy. Uh, it was kind of creepy. It was kind of creepy. Um, <laughs> I was a little disappointed that Jesse left. You know oh, what? Joss Whedon really wanted to put him I know, in the, in the, the credits. credits. In, in the, in I the saw that. Opening sequence. He saved that for later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> later. <laughs> well, the, see, the thing is, I've watched Haven, and I've I've seen the whole se- season of Haven. I'm like, yeah, see, that's so funny. That's one thing, too, that when you rewatch these episodes, you're like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea they were in that. I know who they are now. Like Amy Adams is in season four. Yep. Uh, I mean, Doug Jones was in Hush. He plays the main gentleman guy, and he is in Shape of Water and Pan's Labyrinth, and he's just an incredible actor. And I'm still trying to figure out who Giles reminds me of. It's like another actor that just, that he looks familiar. We know he's the coffee guy from the 70s. 80s. 80s? The 80s, yes. Yeah, my mom. Choice commercial. Choice guy. Is that what it is? I I don't know. I'm like looking. Literally, Anthony Stewart head. Yes. yeah, Anthony Stewart head. Yeah. Literally, that's how my mom sold me this series because she was, had it. Well, the coffee guy's in it. She had it. <laughs> no, she had he it in Dr. her town, Who. but I didn't. Yes, he was on Doctor Who. I didn't mm. have the WB, so my mom's like, "You got to watch the show." It has the coffee, the Taster's Choice guy in it, and there's a blonde vampire that looks like Sting, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> sign me up." Sold. <laughs> there Sold. you go. So, so we now know what Laura's catnip is. <laughs> a blonde vampire that blonde looks, vampires. Like, looks like Sting. Yes, later okay. told to be looking like Billy Idol, but really Sting. <laughs> my mother broke my brain with this man. <laughs> Which broke. man? Anthony Stewart had was in was on stage for a long time yes. before before Buffy, and uh, one of his he had two mm-hmm. big roles. One of them was in the the musical Chess. Um, and the other one was the Rocky Horror Picture Show, where he played Frankenfurter. So I sent Lon, thinking that Lon would be excited, <laughs> I sent her a picture of no, Anthony no, Stewart Head. No, no. Before that, before that, you showed me a video with oh, him, of him singing. singing Sweet Transvestite. And she went, no, no. <laughs> I did not so need that, that in my brain. So now I torment her by sending her pictures of him dressed as Frank So basically you reacted just like Xander when he saw Giles sing. In the, yeah. in. Yes. <laughs> you were like, no, this can't be happening. Don't mind him singing, but not like that. You loved him. You loved, is incredibly talented. You loved him in um, Repo the Genetic Opera. Yes. Yes. Was very good. Very good oh my God. Yes. He's in like Merlin. I am perfectly fine with him singing he's got a great singing voice i don't need the picture of him as frankenfurter in my mind you need some bleach i like i am not doing my job as a parent if i am not breaking my child absolutely that's so true (laughs) there is no there is no torment quite like a parent's torment so which episode is the one that you remember (laughs) as drawing you in and stealing it and that you had to watch it all from from then on Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, I made it through first season. There's, there's some, some good in first season. I'm, it's not my favorite, but I, I rob, I robot you, Jane. That's the one, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. I, I actually, I just liked it. I love, I love vampire stuff. I've always been a vampire person. So, um, episode you go back to every time. 
I love Hush. Yeah. Hush is one of my favorite episodes. It's also my daughter Sophia's favorite episode. She watched it when she was like three, and it terrified her so much that to this day, I mean, she she discredits it as being like her favorite, most scary thing of her whole life. Uh, <laughs> I love, um, just it's just brilliant to have an episode where no one talks. And they all thought going into that episode that was going to be so easy because they didn't have any lines to remember. And then they figured out really quickly that that was really hard to do when they're used to saying lines to not have any lines except for hand motions and, you know, improvised. Have you seen that John Krasinski movie in Quiet Place? And I'm just curious. I, I, haven't. I haven't. I was wondering. But I heard it's amazing. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. And I was wondering how you I wanted you to compare and contrast the two. Oh, but... I would love to. We'll have okay. to talk about that another okay. time. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> what's your what? What are you guys' favorite episodes? Come on, I'm not the only um, person. That I'm watches. not past episode five yet, so <laughs> give okay, me a little so bit. All right, the, the two episodes that I constantly go back to are "Once More with Feeling" and "Tabula Rasa." I love "Tabula Rasa." Tabula Rasa, great, yeah. great, great episode. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. so Plus far. Plus, they're as, in Lebro. I'm going to go so far as to hit the finale, the very end of the series. When she has the big, because I'm a, I'm a sucker for the big rousing speech. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of speechifying in season seven. And and <laughs> the big the last one where she's doing the voiceover and and Willow's doing the whole I'm taking the I'm pulling the magic out of the artifact and I'm calling all the potentials. Yep. And, and all the girls stand up. And all the girls are you know and you're watching this this embodiment of empowering young women happening right in front of you. Yes. And I thought that was just such a cool moment. It was really well put together. It was well. It was, it was really not unexpected. They really kept it quiet yeah. when, it, when it happened. We had no yeah. idea that was going to happen. So it, it, was it was very. It was not ham-fisted. It was not. Oh, here's here's social commentary at its you know at its most you know cheesy and, and campy. No, I I thought the evolution of that moment was amazing, and then setting them all, just unleashing them, you know, so you don't have scared girls screaming, wait, you know, to be the the, the horror movie victim. Right. They're going out to look for the horror yep. movie, you know, and and end it. Who knew Felicia Day could be a badass? Oh, I did. I did. Oh, that absolutely. was she's awesome. You but know, we do. We didn't know it back then. True, but still, we were just. I was just like, oh, you go. The mousy little redhead <laughs> is now going to go ahead and lay a can, lay a can whoop ass out there. That's yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. I was looking forward to that. I knew well, it was coming. I mean, the empowerment and mm-hmm. the empowerment level of Buffy can't be, you know, expressed enough. But mm-hmm. also, the way that they've affected culture pop culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone just posted the other day on one of my, my many Buffy Facebooks that I'm on a segment from X-Men Evolution, an animated X-Men movie that mm-hmm. I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And there's a dance between uh, who's the one with the white streak in her hair? Rogue. Rogue. Rogue and, the, and another girl. And the dance overlays perfectly with the dance that Buffy and Faith do in the bronze. <laughs> they literally animated that dance for those two characters in Evolution. And then there That's was neat. other... No, I apparently have to watch Evolution There now. was other instances that were like the... Um, in the first... Is it the first episode or the second episode where Darla and her people are walking to the bronze and it's the... Second. It's yes. the Dashboard Prophet song. Um that they they animated that as well, mm-hmm. so it's like an homage. I mean, whole TV shows have done mm-hmm. Buffy related episodes. College mentioned Buffy's. There's college college classes college classes based on it. books. There is you if you have not 
found this guy um, yet. I highly recommend. There's a YouTuber. Um, his channel's called Passion of the Nerd. Oh, yeah. I love Passion of the Nerd. Uh, I love his reviews. They're so great. He goes through and does not just, I liked it, I didn't like it, this mm -hmm. is why. He goes through psychology and yep. sociology and all this stuff on Buffy and Angel. And he hasn't made it all the way through the series <laughs> yet, but they're so good. They're so good. They're so, so good. I got one for you. That short-lived... Uh, final project of Rob Williams that was in primetime TV where mm. Sarah Michelle Gellar plays his daughter and they're advertising execs crazy or something ones. like crazy ones. Um, there's a scene where she's trying to assemble furniture in her apartment. He walks in and she's holding a table leg, much like Buffy would hold the steak. Yeah. And he rips it out of her hand and goes, none of that for you, little girl. And, you know, something like... You know, he, he there's, just, another, there's another one in that, too, where he was like, how'd you learn how to... Where'd you learn how to fight like that? And she says, Sunnydale. Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. So they make a couple homages to it. You know, yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah. And it was, it's like I was hinting at earlier, though. Joss Whedon has this way of hitting all the right notes with all of the right demographic. Uh, yes. You know. Well, look what he did with Toy Story. I mean, you guys know that he was the, they had written, they had created Toy Story to some extent, the first movie. Uh -huh. And then they brought him in as a cleanup writer. Yeah, he was, a, he was a script doctor for a he, lot of years. He created the, um, the T-Rex character, Rex. I, and I like am today years old lines. when I found this out. Today years old, yes. I am, to, it, yes. seriously? Yeah, yeah. I right did in the not credits, know that. baby. And, and, and Never knew that. Toy Story hits all the, doesn't it, it does. hit every note oh, yeah. perfectly for, not only for adults, but for children. Yeah. yeah. Like, Second it, movie was always my favorite, though. <laughs> I am your father. No, no, no. No. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I have a couple of questions that it's for everybody. All right. Um, favorite character. Favorite character. Who had the best... Arc? Arc. Who had the best um, changes? Who did you like mm -hmm. best? Where they started from to where they ended? You, Spike. I, I mean, agree. I, he's Spike evil. Was always a, I always like Spike. He was mm -hmm. evil, but yeah. when then when you go flashbacks of him, he's not. Yeah. He's just kind of a whatever guy mm -hmm. who you know has kind of a soft heart. He kind of retains his humanity to some extent, unlike Angel. Mm -hmm. Actually, and I brought her up before, but I like Cordelia was right okay. an enemy and then Charisma became Carpenter. a frenemy. And well, and then also yeah. in Angel, Cordelia totally. 150% changes yep. for the better she just becomes an all out hero mm -hmm. like she yep. becomes a slayer without actually being because chosen. she grows up and stops being so self-centered mm -hmm. right yep. well the first episode it's the is the you know establishes Cordian Harmony as mm -hmm. the mean girls right you know Willow is the kind of awkward softer side of Sears <laughs> Xander's kind of the goofy the goofy guy. We don't really know what's up. With, yeah. Yeah. You know, skateboards in, kind of falls over. Right. Acts like a dork. <laughs> it takes some time for him to get over his thing with the thing for Buffy, which yeah. makes me twitchy. <laughs> yeah. well, I still well, never really, I never believed uh, Cordelia and Xander. I never believed that relationship. I did. That yeah, was, but that was weird until. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well. And, and, the okay, so Anne, who is your favorite character progression? So mine is kind of a little different. Um, I had a really, really, really close cousin who had um, scoliosis. And we did not watch <clears throat> any television in our house that was remotely weird like like, like Buffy. But my mom had heard that Michelle, <coughs> is that, or Michelle, well, yeah, that uh, Sarah, Sarah, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle Geller. Geller had scoliosis. And we had our cousin over and we watched the first episode. And my mom was 
holy cow, look at this young lady and look what she's doing with her life. And since then, it was we just watched. And I loved watching how Sarah Michelle Gellar progressed from beginning to the end, even through both both of her deaths. Yes. She always came back with a vengeance, with more power, with more dignity, with just more of everything that I wanted to be. Yes, she is inspirational for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Lana? My the first my first favorite character on that show was Willow. And she'll always be my first favorite character. She, it's it's interesting to see how she transitioned from the shy thing that she mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. and and see see her in pain and see her scared of her own scared of herself for a while and it's it's great to see how she changes was very good love willow billy do you have a favorite character yeah i I mentioned spike and and cordelia nice chris have you watched enough of it to i've watched enough of it over the years Uh, i'm I'm with alana on on the willow thing of course i had also an unyielding crush on allison hannigan that helped um but i also for the the short time that he was on the show i'm a big oz fan Seth Love Green's us. character. But did thought, he change that much? I don't think no, he changed. Well, no, he, he did a little bit. He left and came back with change. Yeah, he did a little bit. I mean, there's. I don't know if you'd call it an evolution, but I liked how steadfast he, how steady he was in this chaos. Mm-hmm. He was always very kind of zen-like and accepting of certain things. It was always, okay, you know, oh, there's a big crazy thing going on in front of me. Okay, how do we do it? Let's just roll. You know, there was there was this way that he was just the coolest guy. He was the most stable guy in the room when everything was going <laughs> completely bonkers around yes. him. And, and I always kind of appreciated that. So for me, it's Giles. Yeah. From the first episode where he's just this bookish, <clears throat> nerdy, I mean, you, you have no idea. And then you find out that man's a badass. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You forgot about Ripper. Ripper. Yes. And in the episode Band Candy. Mm-hmm. Yes. When um, they're like, we got to go find Giles. They're like, oh, no, Giles. And Oz is like, well, yeah, he was like, he was probably a pretty together. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, no, try black magic, destroy the world. Guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love Giles' backstory. Yes. I'm sad they didn't do a, a, a ripper. They were go- they were they were going to do one. That would have been really great. Do, they yeah. had it in the works and nobody There picked is it up. a young Giles comic book. Yeah. yeah. You know why there's a young Giles comic book? <laughs> no. Cuz we Cuz it's it. not young Giles as in Giles back when he was a kid. No, this is Giles was killed, was brought back and the spell went wrong and he was 12. Nice. With all of his same memories, oh, but he's geez. 12. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's why there's a young child. That's messed up. Book. Yeah, that is. Who? Okay, so who are you guys' favorite villains? I mean, Tanya. I've obviously, you've seen one villain. Um, <laughs> well, there's I a know, couple villains the there. There's oh. the master. The master. Drusilla. Yeah. Oh, my Drusilla. God. I'm going with Drusilla. Yeah. I'm going with Drusilla, and I still, she's... She is awesome. She's crazy. She's yeah. Cr- she's, she is. The, she is perfectly insane. Well, I think like that you have no idea. I mean, she Spike doesn't even know what she's going to do next. Is the perfect foil for her. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing, he he slash he cares about her. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't care about say harmony later on. <laughs> um, but I, Drusilla has a great backstory too. I love the backstory flashback episodes. I, those are some of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Full for love. The mayor. The ma- oh, he's my favorite. The mayor's awesome. Yeah. The mayor's my Faith. favorite villain. Faith for a while when she was playing that. When she was bad. Yeah, and, and and you know what? I like her growth too. 
Yes. Faith. Yeah. She had a great character arc. Yes, right, B, let's did. go kill something. She was great. And Angel, too, again. Angel. Yeah. Angelus. Really, oof. Angelus is actually, I actually favor Angelus over Angel <laughs> in Buffy. Yeah. In Buffy. Because if, I feel like Angel is like dorky and like thick headed, but then Angelus is like so smart and savvy. Like it, they're complete opposite, polar opposites. It's Urkel and Urkel. <laughs> Pretty much. And Boreanis, though, his yeah. early acting is not... Not good. Not no. good. Not good. I like he's, him much more as Seely Booth and Bones than oh, I did on like, watching him He's Angel. great as Seely, yeah. He yeah. Was, but he was That's very good in Angel. Yeah. He was very good in Angel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, One yeah. of his earliest TV cameos was as uh, Kelly Bundy's boyfriend. I remember yep. that. And Elle kicked his ass in a movie theater. Yep. Yeah. But he was like a greaser. He had like yeah. a t-shirt with a yeah. cigarette rolled up in his pocket. Right. <laughs> yeah. He was Giles in Band Candy. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, this just came in. Fox heard that we were talking about Buffy and they tried to cancel the podcast again. I know, right? <laughs> we'll just have to pay Considering they never owned Buffy. They don't care. It's Joss Whedon. It's They're going to cancel Whedon. it. They're going to cancel. Um, um, still not over Firefly. Never will be. Anyway. Okay. Never. Any other favorite villains we want to mention? Caleb. Our first exposure to Nathan Fillion. He's actually really evil. Oh, it's like crazy. Spoilers. <laughs> Tanya, we told you to prepare. <laughs> she couldn't watch the entire you didn't series. Have seven seven you watched, seasons worth of time. You watched 4,727 episodes of NCIS in three months. I don't want to hear shit. <laughs> I had less than two weeks to prepare. Wait, isn't Xander on NCIS? Isn't Xander on there? Yes! That's what I thought. Yes. Yep. No, no, Criminal Minds. That's Criminal, Criminal Minds. Minds. That's yes. it. I knew he was on something. Is he recent on Criminal Minds? Yeah, th- he's okay, recurring, I, 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 I'm think, not, I thought. I'm not uh, current to Criminal Minds. Yes. I'm like two is seasons he still behind. Current? I don't know if he still is. I'm, we're a couple seasons behind with Criminal Minds, but I, he was a recurring character for at least three seasons. Because yeah. I think he left because they... they wanted him out because he wasn't doing well at the time oh, yeah. yeah he was it That's was likely when he was but kind yes. of bad i've watched 20 million episodes of ncis over the summer and yes i i don't know i i watched i want to say five or six episodes like yeah. over two days yeah type thing so that that's pretty good for me okay so next question favorite non-scooby character non-scooby, non-scooby at, at any time was a scooby so you can't pick Spike. <laughs> can't pick Cordy either. Can't pick Cordy. Drew. Drew. Drusilla. Non Scooby. She's your favorite non Scooby character. Yeah. I am gonna go with Anne, who uh, actually is in reoccurring. She's reoccurring. She goes throughout Buffy all the way into Angel, and she and is- she was in one episode in Buffy. Nope. Two. Two. She's in two episodes two of Buffy. Two episodes of Buffy, and then she goes in and takes Buffy's ep- name and becomes Anne. Chantrell. That was Ch- her first name, was Chantrell. Yes. I, so actually lost on, I actually lost on a trivia question about how many <laughs> names she has. Um, so, <laughs> I do not remember her. She's, got, she's an angel, too, and she's friends with Gunn, and yep. she's a community worker, and she gets involved with Welcome and Heart. Okay. And I don't really have any favorite. I mean, there was there was a couple in the first season, but I they they rotated so quickly out some of them mm-hmm. that it, it's hard to just pinpoint one down. Okay, well, color me weird. I love Jonathan. 
Oh, I do. Yeah, actually, love I do Jonathan. Too. Can't stand the other two. <laughs> love Jonathan. The other two, but all three of them together was was excellent. I thought it was excellent. Okay. Warren was. <laughs> The a- well, he was skeevy from Warren's the get go. He was yeah. skeevy from the. But the really funny thing, the actor Adam Bush, dated the actress who played Tara for like four years. They were when together. I met when I met them. <laughs> so I made it very poignant that uh, that Warren is the one who spoiler yeah. spoiler alert. Don't 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 don't, yeah. don't do it. Warren does something da- that really bad. Really bad. <laughs> yeah. Really bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were together when I met them at, yeah. at a convention. His mm-hmm. band was playing. James's band played. It was Ghost of the Robot. And his uh, Warren's band's called Common Rotation. And they opened up. And uh, Tara was there and Giles and James. Okay. Yes. Okay. Your Any, boyfriend, James. My boyfriend. <laughs> Favorite non-Scooby character? Joyce. Joyce. Oh. She got better. <laughs> first, first season, Joyce is obnoxious. Well, yeah. But Joyce is the mother of a 15-year-old who is very secretive. Yeah. Yes. And so Joyce is totally and 100% with many time? But how many times <laughs> in the first two to three episodes does she mention how awful Buffy had been previously? She never lets her forget it. No. It's never true. gives her a chance. I never get the gives feeling her... it's kind of fresh. And the fact that she had to leave town to get start a new life is probably weighing on her pretty heavily. But then yeah. there's Dawn. Why doesn't mom ever? Ugh, Dawn. Mm. I do marginally Dawn's like Dawn. Dawn's in trouble. It must be Tuesday. Must be Tuesday. <laughs> Somebody posted that recently. And I'm trying to remember who it was. Somebody posted that on Facebook recently, and I had to comment. <laughs> and I don't remember That's who it awesome. was. That's awesome. Um, okay, characters you seriously Dislike mm. Joyce. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, Harmony. Yes, hated Harmony. Can't stand Harmony. She became better once she love was a Harmony. Vampire. Nope, nope. <laughs> no. I think she was awful. Love I Harmony. thought it was great Left, when they. Right when, I thought it was great when they made Harmony a vampire because that means they could finally kill the bitch and they get rid of her. I know they, they don't, don't, but I was hoping there was always a hope there that they finally put one through. The her. slap fight between her and Xander is classic though. It really Hysterical. is. It really Lana is. didn't remember it and it came up in a video we were watching the other day and she's just like she's like that that must have been before she was a vampire and I'm like nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> and they still did a slap fight and I'm like Harmony you have more strength what are you doing? <laughs> well my favorite thing is that Harmony just talks just like a evil villain to Buffy and, and Buffy's like you know me you half wit like <laughs> <laughs> Slayer, Slayer, so we meet so at last. You've known me for years. <laughs> yeah, it's classic. Anna, I don't know. I like Anya. Anya. I don't know. I like the fact that she's still afraid of bunnies no matter what happens. Yeah, I like Anya. There's not a character that I really. I, I think Riley is my least favorite, and oh, all Walsh. his real initiative friends. They're just so. Professor Walsh, I didn't like. Didn't oh like yeah. Walsh. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like her either. She's mean. She yeah. showed up in a psychology, narrating a psychology video that I had <laughs> at school. I'm like watching this video online and I'm like, why does his voice sound so familiar? And at the end, it totally, cred- I was like, what? Is she really a psychology professor? <laughs> no, I'm really confused. I thought she was an actress. <laughs> She's both. I guess she was supposed to be the big bad through that entire season. Yes. But for some reason she left and they had to, I think that's why the whole thing with Adam was kind of, felt not as strong is because I don't I think that they were it was never intended he was supposed to be the big bag she was and I think maybe they were supposed to stop her 
from right. setting him well, loose. Well, she was pretty evil. I mean, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. She tried to kill Buffy. She did? Who didn't? Yeah, seriously. That's I true. tried to kill Buffy at one point. It's true. Everyone's tried. Yeah. Everyone's Chris, failed. Chris but... is my favorite big bad. There we go. Uh, my favorite is how Xander never, never got the girl or all his girls were always, you know, evil. Or, or he left him at the altar. Or that he's was a jerk. Or he got diseases. <laughs> From the shoebox tribe. The, the funny syphilis. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait. It's Thanksgiving because, you know, the tradition at my house is to watch Pangs, which is the all-time best Thanksgiving episode ever. Buffy makes a bear. Spike gets air- shot with arrows. Like, it's it's a yam sham. Come on. Oh, <laughs> Promise me you're yam all going to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> we are probably. Yeah. yeah. I'm off tomorrow, so I can probably binge yeah. some more episodes. Yeah, yeah. You're right. not going to get that far. Yeah, You're not going to get to bangs. Well, let's go take a break. I think we've gone gone as far as we can right now. There's more to talk about. So everybody go home. Um, instead of going out and doing all the corporate mess on Black Friday, shop local on Saturday and uh, and watch a lot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I, I, can't, I don't have any headphones at the moment, so I have no idea what's happening. Oh, okay, there we go. And welcome home. Welcome back. Welcome here. I have headphones on my head now, but they're not quite seated right. So Sorry. Hang on a second. They're all, I'm all over the place now. It's a yam sham. Anyway. <laughs> You're going to say that all day tomorrow. I am. Absolutely. Absolutely. Seriously. So that was fun. Laura, thank you for that. Because I would You're not have welcome. been able to do that justice. Not You're like you, you and Ann did. So, and Sherry. Because Sherry's uh, the, the ultimate fan in the room. Oh, right? please. Sherry knows everything. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Now I'll have to start from somewhere in the middle of season four where I left off and mm-hmm. figure out where Angel fits in. and Go from yeah. there. <laughs> Luckily, we have Google. You can mm-hmm. always text me if you have a question. Yeah. Oh, there's there a go. list online. Hey, hey, Ann. Yes? Do we have an event coming up? We do. We have a wine and design afternoon for Mighty Monkey Corporation, Saturday, January 26th at 2 p.m. Tickets are $35. They're available online at... Um, mm, wineanddesign.com it's backslash North Chilai um, also you can find us on Facebook and you can find the link right through our FC3 or Mighty Monkey website um, yeah bring a bottle of wine bring some beer to drink we'll have a couple of snacks available we are painting time and space mm. because you can beer do that that'll take a while <laughs> I know. What, well, is box. there like a parameter Every, on this? There's a particular box and a <laughs> swirly <laughs> thing. It's going to be great. Yeah, we have about two hours. Swirly you know, box. Take. 35 people only. What's that, Ann? Only 35 people. So buy early. Great yep. Christmas gift. Tickets are already on sale and tickets are already selling. Yes, they yes. are. So that's a thing. Hey, um, Sherry. Yes? If somebody wants to be part of the Mighty Monkey podcast experience, what, what, how would they go about doing that? <laughs> You love how we do that now? <laughs> is that cheesy enough? That was very cheesy. Thank you. Um, well, we have lots of ways. Oh, the first well, one you. is uh, to become a sponsor. We have sponsorship levels of all kinds, mm-hmm. and we'll even create custom sponsorships. Yes. Uh, just contact us at sponsorships at fc3roc.org. Apparently, Anne has a custom sponsorship level that she's working on pitching at this point in time. I am. If you would like to donate $1,000 to our Patreon we will get C, 
and our president, Dan, <laughs> to dress up as um, those wacky, willy, flying guys like you see outside the of the, 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 the store. <laughs> flopping around. They're going to hang out for a half oh, hour outside. Yes. And we'll flop around outside each. your house for a half an hour each. Yes. yes. <laughs> so uh, let, let Sherry know if you want to uh, partake in this lovely, lovely idea. <laughs> Okay, and speaking of Patreon, please follow us on our Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash FC3ROC. All membership levels will include access to the patron-only blog, plus tons of great perks at all levels, and expect to see a lot more there coming up. We've got all kinds of ideas for that. And you want to help others find the show, please leave us a review wherever you listen to us. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Podbean, YouTube, and Stitcher. And that list is continues to grow. If you can't find us where you normally listen to podcasts, please let us know and we'll see about getting us there. There you go. And please follow us on Twitter at FC3MB Podcast. And if you do, please say hi. We love it when you say hi. And we'll probably say hi back. Absolutely. I have a quick question for Chris. Yeah. Um, I'm a Patreon, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen a Patreon blog in a while. Oh. oh. <clears throat> so, I, I see the Monday World New Nerd yeah, Worlds. Yeah, but that, that, that everyone gets that. So, uh, there's a specific Patreon one for us Patreons. going to make a Patreon. hang on i'm still recording hi tanya tanya (laughs) this is just for you honey (laughs) tanya you can start you can start talking uh, to him about him not doing stuff when you start doing the ones you're supposed to be doing Ah. When we have more guests for the next show, <laughs> I will do some. I don't seem to recall any for the for the minicon guests that you didn't do any of those. <laughs> I say again, ha. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've all been we've all been bad about it. Shut I'm up, supposed to be doing them. We're all supposed to be doing them, and we haven't. So I'm not. We need to get you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, trust me, I'll figure out a way to get you involved. <laughs> All right. Oh, God, am I supposed to be doing one? No. <laughs> no. no, run, run. No. <laughs> so, so anyway, Tanya, ha. Anyway, Billy. Yes. I'm going to hit you up with the question of the week, buddy. Okay. What actresses or actors are permanently typecast to you and why? Okay, here's, I, I do have an answer for this. And even though he has made some quality films, he's uh, proven to be an actor who has a little bit of range. But Adam Sandler will always be the the, the goofy guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. He can't. He he can be serious. Yeah, he's made a couple good movies. Have I ever seen him serious? What would I have seen him serious uh, in? Uh, Rain over me was that? Yeah, yep. and there was Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love, that, which yeah. actually was really great. Okay, but to me, he'll always be the yeah. I see Adam Sandler. special guy. I mean, even yeah. in in uh, what is he in Parenthood or isn't he? There's oh, um, whatever those movies are where all the guys are old now and they mm-hmm. yeah. still try to be kind of young. Grown-ups. Grown-ups, that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still him. Although I hear people really like his new Netflix special. I haven't watched it, and to be honest with you, probably won't. But, mm-hmm. but uh, I hear people like it. Sherry? Yes? Is there a person, in your opinion, who is, is a typecast permanently? Um... <clears throat> I don't know typecast permanently, but there are people I've had a real hard time seeing seeing them in other things. Most of the Harry Potter kids I have trouble with, other than Emma Watson is the only one that I've 
I can uh, I can look at and not see Hermione, and maybe it's because she's changed her look so much, and mm-hmm. because I've seen her um, public speaking so much, and mm-hmm. I know who she is outside of acting. Mm-hmm. But like Daniel Radcliffe, I know he's done a ton of stuff. I've mm-hmm. seen things he's done. He's a, he's a good actor. He's always going to be Harry Potter to me, though. Okay. It's always going to be, oh, that's Harry Potter in such and such, and that's yeah. Harry Potter in such and such. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter playing the wandering corpse. Yes. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> oh, a monk. Um, I was I was thinking of, because more often than not, what I see her as, um, Kim Rhodes as a mother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sweet Life she, of Je- uh, Zach and Cody. Cody and, and, and then her sheriff in Supernatural. And, and um, isn't she the mom in... For Will in Stranger Things? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no she Winona. played. It, she played it in the Hillywood. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, she played. She played the character in the Hillywood video. But that's yeah, but that's Winona no writer's character, isn't yes. it? Yeah, yeah. That she's referring to. Okay. Yeah. How about but, you, Anne? Is there somebody who's just dreadfully typecast in your opinion? Permanently typecast. I want to say, like, pretty much anybody who's on the Hallmark Channel right now. <laughs> yes, like, Candace sorry Cameron Blurry. Like, any, any of those actresses you see on the Hallmark Channel, you know you, the next movie is just going to have the same exact actress playing the same exact thing. Uh-huh. And you know you're still going to watch. <laughs> you're absolutely right. I'm going to go make another box. All right, I have a weird one. Yeah. I have a weird one. Go ahead. That I just discovered, uh-huh. like, a fairly short time ago. Um, okay, so the actor that plays... He's he's in Sex and the City. He plays one of Samantha's boyfriend. He she play he plays Richard. Uh huh. Um, if anyone's ever watched Sex and the City, nope. I won't refer to Sorry. what he's mm-hmm. called by in that. But he plays Angel's dad in, in Angel David Boreanaz's character. Okay. He also plays the father of uh, Damon and Stefan Salvatore, also vampires. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then he also is. Um, Bill in True Blood's dad. So he is a vampire dad. His kids are all vampires and they're all boys. And he's extremely typecast. Okay. <laughs> and his name is James Remar? Yep. James Remar. That's okay. it. Right. Yeah. A little bit crazy. Okay. Who's, who's, who hasn't made a, a, a contribution to this particular part of the conversation Tanya. yet? Tanya. Hey, Tanya. Yes. Ha. Go ahead. Your turn. Um, <laughs> I think... You know, because I was looking, I first said the ones playing iconic characters uh-huh. that that you couldn't change, whatever. That was my first thought. Uh-huh. So and then I looked it up. Um, but Samuel Jackson, he yeah. plays that badass in every single type yeah. of movie. Yeah. That's true. Do you, do you see him playing any, like, other parts? No, he's always the guy who's no. causing a fuss. Prozone. <laughs> Prozone. Maybe in, Where maybe is in my Django. super suit? Yeah, he's still him. Well, between that and <laughs> Wait, the Kingsman and... Even in Django, he's, uh, he's well, still he, kind of that person. Well, yeah. even in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Avengers and oh, things yeah. like that, he oh, yeah. is that ultimate badass that he's you don't want to cross. Mm-hmm. He's the guy from Even Mace Windu had uh, oh. a lightsaber that said badass mother on it. Yeah, that is so true. <laughs> and he did not like snakes, if I remember correctly. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Sherry, is there? Have I ever gone, gone to you on this one already? Yeah, I uh, said Daniel Radcliffe. The Harry Potter kids, yeah, especially right. Daniel Radcliffe. I, I'm trying to, to think of a guy who talks like this. And, you know, Christopher Walken, mm. who's always you see him walk on street on screen, and you know that that guy's going to be twisted and weird and off center. And but that's not how his career began. 
I just isn't he the more cowbell? That's yes. I just yes. see. I have I a just fever for more fo- cowbell. Yeah, that's that's like yeah. Yeah, Christopher Walken. It's a Christopher. terrible. That and terrible a watch. impression. But that's the that point of a, a good crush, a good Christopher Walken impression is terrible. <laughs> yeah. They're supposed to be over the top and bad. Uh, that's the thing. I think and that's, that's even true. typecasting to a point. It is. It is. He has that specific style. Cuz someone I I watched Kevin Pollack, the the comedian, mm-hmm. do Christopher Walken as James T Kirk. <laughs> I've seen that. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> epic. How about James T Kirk? <laughs> oh well, see, Shatner. No, no, no. Shatner. see Sh- Shatner is typecast because of because of Kirk, because of TJ Hooker, but then he's done a couple of parts that are a little bit different like Boston P- Legal or he, Boston Public. Oh, yeah, he was really good in that. He was actually. really good in that. And then of course his his turn as the uh the pageant in uh the pageant coordinator in um <laughs> Miss Congeniality. <laughs> oh my god. Come on, there's been times where William Shatner showed up and it, and James T Kirk was not to be seen. It happens. We we don't we don't yeah, know how to separate those the, two the people. Problem, the problem isn't that it, he's James T Kirk. The problem is he's Bill Shatner. Yes, yeah, he's such an absolute his outrageous delivery deep is diva. the same when he's singing a song mm-hmm. as when he's yeah. speaking a part. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. It's not. It's not that. It's not that J- he's he's. It's that James T Kirk has been typecast as Bill as Shatner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because That's Bill brilliant. Shatner is Bill Shatner no matter what he's that in. Is brilliant. No. I like that. You can't say typecasting without doing. Chuck Norris. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. There's that. There's, yeah. But you can't even yeah. talk bad about but him because he's Chuck or, Norris. Or The Rock. Um, well, no. No, 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 you can't anymore because Dwayne Johnson. I love him. Uh, Moana. Yeah, he yes. was great. He's and, so great. And other, he's, he's gone out of his way to do, and, and there's a guy who I'd love to meet because Dwayne, Dwayne so, Johnson is fearless. He's awesome. There's a video of him dancing in a, in a Vote for Pedro shirt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, and I can't this get is over a man who is unafraid of it. taking on anything at He's this point. Hilarious. There was the movie he did with Kevin Hart where he was kind of nerdy. He was tough. He wound yeah. up in the end being tough, uh, like a uh, Jumanji. No, the uh, <laughs> I, know who, I know which one you're talking about. Kevin Hart. Where they, him and Kevin Hart were friends in high school, yeah. and then they go back and yeah, I can't think of the name of the movie, ensues, but but yeah. he's yeah, like Jum- a nerd guy. But but that's funny because in. Jumanji, he was a nerd, yeah. <laughs> and Kevin was Hart it? was in it. <laughs> That's why I'm like, Jumanji? <laughs> I mean, well, the Captain Kirk thing, I don't know, Chris Pine played it well. Yeah. But it, he wasn't like he wasn't. Like, he didn't he channel wasn't like well, he, that. He wasn't no, channel. There was a couple of things at the very end of the first J.J. Abrams Star Trek, where everybody's everything's calm. The Enterprise has been relaunched after being repaired and whatnot, and they're getting ready to take off to do you know to do their thing. And there was a moment where Chris Pine channels William Shatner perfectly as he's coming onto the bridge and he's talking to Bones and he's getting ready to get in the chair. And he's doing his. I mean, it was just pure William Shatner. But for the most part, he was kind of making James T. Kirk his own character at that point. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think I respected Chris Pine for that pretty well. Best yes. moment in that film, I'm sorry. We've mm-hmm. been talking about it so much lately. The whole thing where Bones was trying to get him on the ship mm-hmm. and kept in injecting him with yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> Not tongue! No, no, I can fix that. <laughs> I can fix that. <laughs> yeah. It's the best oh, sequence in the entire Carl movie. Urban. Carl Urban. He's got the best Urban. lines in there. He oh, does, yeah. and he actually made me a fan of Bones. I was not—I'm not, I'm not uh-huh. originally a Bones fan a, from original Star Trek yeah. at all. Yeah. DeForest Kelly? Yeah, no, not at all. So join the conversation, people. So if you think of somebody who's just irrevocably typecasted, just let us know. Pop in on the on the conversation. Let us know what's going on. So I think that's good enough for the week. Are we good for the week? Yeah, I think so. Everybody's good for the week. So we're going to say goodbye for the week. 
And Billy's going to cue up the music, and there it is. And this has been Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con. Coming at you at the end of April in 2019. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us wherever we go, and we will lead you to where the entertainment is. We hope you have a a great holiday. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. uh, And eat lots. Support your local stores. And take care. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun.